Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show are Ernest and Thad from Core Performance Gym in Beaumont, Texas. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoying this Monday morning. Yeah, me too, because I'm here with you guys. First of all, I want to start off by thanking you. I think it's a really big deal that you took an hour out of your day to sit down, have this conversation with me in hopes to give back to the industry a little bit today. So I appreciate you guys, especially super early on a Monday morning. That's amazing. Um, really, before we dive into the business stuff, which is what everybody is here to, to listen and learn from, tell us what it was that you know got you both started running this gym, kind of a brief variation of that story. Well, kind of me and Thad, we go way back. We've been working out together for a while at our old CrossFit gym, and then we got into podcasting. So we got into podcasting, just having fun with that, playing around. It's kind of situated, the kind of relationship me and Thad has. I have the idea, and then he kind of helps me refine it and makes it grow a little bit more. So that's kind of how it was with the podcast. I was like, hey, Thad, let's uh, start a podcast. He was like, okay. And then two weeks after that, we jumped into the podcast. <laughs> Fast forward 2021, we had the opportunity to buy both our old gym that came up. And I said, hey, Thad, we got this offer on the table. Let's go buy the gym. We had been talking about it briefly. We both had been doing one-on-one training and kind of we kind of grew bigger than what we was doing in our garage. Cause like, I don't know, Ernest, to say, Thad, trust me, we'll make it work. He looked in the gym, walked around, said, let's go. And we went ahead and jumped into it. So that's kind of how and that brings us to where we are today with the gym and just we brought something that was 10 members deep, pretty bad, full of cobwebs to the wonderful gym we have now with about 85 to 100 members. So, wow. OK, so, um, you know, you guys were both like involved in the fitness industry together and working out together. So who's a better partner than your workout partner? <laughs> to yeah. um, so you guys built this. And so now you have Core Performance Gym. Give us kind of your elevator pitch of Core Performance Gym. Tell us who you are, what you have to offer and paint a picture for us. So kind of our gym is, I will say you walk into our gym and first thing you're going to notice is the quality that we put into our equipment, the quality that we put into our coaching and a dedication that we have to each of our members. One thing I always say, we might have 20 people in a class, but between me and Thad, we specifically know where each one of those members are in regards to their weight, in regards to what they need to do and even their progress. And Thad can speak to it a little bit more itself. He even takes a deeper dive with the clients into their diet. And that's one thing we preach after every workout. I kind of said jokingly as I said, hey, let's make sure we go out, make sure we eat in the right type of food. So one thing we pride ourselves on is one, coming out of the pandemic, I know people take it lightly. That's something we didn't take it serious before is the cleanliness of the gym, the overall look, the overall appeal, overall, what are we offering aesthetically to you that would make you want to come work out with us? And just the quality and the consistency that we have in our coaches. One big thing we have that stays on me about it, stays on our other coaches about it, is make sure we understand the workout beforehand, make sure we're watching our videos, and we really do a good job of developing our coaches as well so we can in return develop our athletes. Yeah, so you guys are, you know, kind of 
running this gym where you're giving your clients this personalized aspect, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Each individual client is being seen or heard by you. You're treating them as an individual and helping them reach whatever goals that they might have. Um, And so as things stand right now, as a whole in the gym, how many clients are you guys servicing? You mean as uh, as uh, class wise or, or one on one training or just total? Yeah, how many members I I guess do you have, including one on one group? I would say we're probably somewhere up around the eighty mark, eighty some something like that. Okay, and so with that, it's just you two coaching, right? You don't have any other coaches. It's you two fully involved and immersed with those. Uh, we people. we have a couple of uh, people that help us coach, but uh, they're not they're extremely part-time yeah right. so me and Ern, me and Ernest do majority of everything but but we do have a couple of people around that do that uh help us out a few times a week to give us a break that's good so we can oh. do some other things yeah it's always nice to have people on board to help out because you know being a fitness business owner there's a lot of things that you need to do and so having some help is definitely appreciated I'm sure for the both of you um, when you look at your 80 clients, is that a place where you guys, you know, are feeling good, you're feeling comfortable, or are you looking to hit the gas and grow that clientele to welcome more people into the facility? I think right now we're, we got our gym to where we want it to be. We got, we opened up some uh, more class times that we're trying to develop. So we pretty much hit the gas. We both full steam ahead. Like I said, we brought the gym. We had 12 members that we brought the gym so far. We got it up to 80 80, 85, you know, things rotate, people, members come in and our retention, but we want to continue to push that, to push that envelope a little bit more. We kind of want to force ourselves to get into a bigger gym, like force our hand. So, yeah. And so basically you have to grow your clientele right now so that it's realistic for you guys to make the move into a bigger location. Um, And so what are some of those things that you guys are doing to aid that growth process? How are you guys reaching more clients? Uh, Walk me through that process a little bit. Oh, man, you know, that's a tough one right there. Uh, Social media is probably just the the biggest thing that that we can do to to reach out to people. And, uh, you know, we both have full-time jobs also, and we're running this gym. So, you know, uh, we, we get on social media and make as many posts as we can. Um, but like I said, man, our, our, our time gets a little limited sometimes, you know, I mean, we're, we're stretched pretty thin, pretty, pretty, excuse me, pretty thin. So, but, um, me personally, what I have the most luck with, um, getting the word out is making Instagram reels, Instagram reels and Facebook reels. And uh, that's what I get the most engagement off of. Yeah, I really like that idea of, um, you know, really pouring some time into creating organic content um, to reach people in your community, reach your followers. If you make a fun reel, your your followers are featured in it or your followers think it's funny, they're going to share it and then their friends are going to see it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a chain reaction. Right. And it creates it creates word of mouth. Um, And in this industry, word of mouth is one of our favorite things because it's ultimately free. We don't have to do anything to have good word of mouth, except for provide a good service and make people talk. Um, But it's not really reliable. We can't say, hey, you know, we're going to post this reel organically and it's going to bring in 
12 new clients. Like we can hope we can cross <laughs> our <laughs> right. We're like, this is going to be the one that makes us famous. We're going to go viral and it's going to get clients. But sometimes even if we do go viral on reels, like I have a reel that has like 500,000 um, followers for my gym, but it didn't bring in any new clients for me. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think it's great that you guys are pouring into social media because that's an untapped area for a lot of gyms in today's industry, which is silly because everybody's spending so much time on their phone. So why wouldn't mm-hmm. we want to tap into that area? But what I've seen a lot of gyms do is utilize like the Instagram or the Facebook paid advertising side of things where you make a video or you make a post, you run some sort of promotion to pull in people in your area. Is that something that you guys have done at all? Uh, yes, we've we've done it before. We did it a lot with our podcast and we did it. We do it maybe we hadn't done it in a while with our gym because we've been more or less focused on trying to do the more organic style or whatever, because we honestly we're still trying to figure out this whole Facebook algorithm thing. And it felt like we were kind of wasting our money a little bit running the ads and not hitting the right demographic that we needed to hit from then. And so, so like we'll get the engagement, but it wasn't translating to, like you said, a lot of memberships and things like that, a website hit. So we've kind of, st- we hadn't done a lot of Facebook marketing, but we did use them a lot before we were last one we ran was for our uh, online services to kind of get people signed up for that. And I think that maybe translated to two or three people to join from that. But yeah, the paid advertising, we just hadn't cracked that nut yet without, you know, without spending an exorbitant amount of money on it to get it pushed out. Like, well, how do you feed that Facebook thing? So, well, I'm going to tell you right now, I know for sure that I'm definitely not a marketing expert about Facebook. (laughs) It's it's funny because we can try something on Facebook marketplace or Facebook, uh, Facebook advertising, whatever it works once. And then we feel like a superhero and then we go to try it again and it doesn't work. Exactly. Um, And so I think it's okay for us to admit, hey, we're not experts at this, but Mm -hmm. it's something that could take our business to the next level if we look, you know, spend a little bit more time looking. Most definitely. Um, Because both of you guys are working full-time jobs right now. Realistically, creating organic content and hoping that that's going to be enough to grow your business you don't have enough time in the week to, to spend creating organic content to bring in people. But if you're advertising, you know, something, it's going to pull in a steady flow of leads if you're doing it right. Um, and that's definitely something like for our gym, once we finally cracked the whip and got it right, it was like a steady flow of leads. And I, I could spend a lot less time like hunting for my own leads. You know what Not I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so definitely something to, to utilize as you grow. Is there anything else that you guys have tried to tried to do to bring in new clients? So recently what we what we did within the past couple of months, we partnered with one, this new uh, nutrition store that just opened up here in uh, Southeast Texas, kind of is more towards mid county area, which is about 15 miles from us. And what we do with them, we do, uh, we have our first event that's coming up at the gym this Saturday, where they're going to do like a pop-up shop, sell some supplements, sell some ads. And it's kind of a mutual thing. The lady, the, uh, the gym, as they post their, their stuff, they kind of post things with us in it, tagging masses of fitness. They'll come work out the gym, making those tags. They have our uh, gym cards and our flyers up at the actual location as well. And we also have our first sponsored athlete from the gym as well, too. This new up-and-coming lady in CrossFit, super young, super energetic, ready to get rolling. She has her own brand. So we're partnering up a deal with her. She's very, she has the youth to get out to the community, talk to folks, 
so kind of the same situation is getting us helping spread the word that way as well too so yeah definitely. So we, that's that's recently so we hadn't we hadn't seen the benefits of it just lit yet because we just dipped our toe into that water so i always like when people are you know, like have the awareness to be doing all of those things plus supplementing it with something else right because when we are doing word of mouth like many people just do just the things that you said right now like events with businesses in the community mm -hmm. they might have somebody pretty influential in their gym and they like okay word of mouth is going to be enough and i don't think that that's a good mindset to have because word of mouth is not something that we can really rely on at a specific speed we're going to have ebbs and flows with that there's specific times of year where people want to bring their friends to the gym and exactly. times of year where like they they've asked everybody and nobody wants to go with them and so um i think it's great you know you have your social media which is huge in today's age 2020 made us a super digital world right yes. um, and so you're you're supplementing that with um, some stuff in person too, and building relationships. Cause ultimately this is a relationship building business. Um, so kind of want to ask a different question here, move on from this topic. Don't want, I want to make sure we have time to touch on <laughs> any things here. You know, everybody in this industry has challenges, right? Um, and it's not always unicorns and rainbows as much as we wish it could be. It's not. Um, so what would you say is your biggest bottleneck or challenge business wise? And what are you guys doing to kind of overcome that? Honestly, and I think that may, he may agree or disagree, but for us is finding that person that's, that's there that could really help us at the gym. But me and Thad could take away and like Thad could be gone for three days and I could be gone for three days. And we know the gym is in is in really good hands with that individual person, you know, someone to kind of take those burdens off of us and kind of control our midday section. That's been our biggest bottleneck is growing the 830 and 12 p.m. class with those time frames. And of course, financially, what you know, what people are paying and the pay is just challenge. It was it's been a challenge. It's been a challenge to get someone. We had someone there. Unfortunately, things didn't work out. They just up and quit on us at the last minute. So we just been stuck. We have a coach there. It's hard to develop her because, you know, me and Thad both work full-time jobs. So it's kind of a, it's been, that's been a dead zone, that midday class and finding a solid person that we could say like, hey, we're going to give you the keys to the gym. We trust that you can open it up. You're going to clean everything. You're going to do the bathrooms. And me and Thad won't have to worry about being there. Cause he, cause I literally opened it up at 5 a.m., and that opens it up at four o'clock in the evening time. And we're primarily there the whole day. So even when we're not coaching, we're there doing stuff. But you know, if you take all of what he just said and put it in a big nutshell, the whole, the whole deal is, is it's really, really, really hard to find a good coach. Yep. Yeah. So let me ask you guys a question and I hope this isn't too personal, but if you guys were to find a perfect coach right now, do you have the resources to pay them like a good amount so that it's like a comfortable living for them? Uh, we'll say fair market value, if that makes any sense. Kind of comparable to the guy we had before. It wasn't, it wasn't a huge amount of money. I'm not even going, I'm not going to lie to be honest, but we had escalators built into the client, built into the contract, meaning like, Hey, as we grow, you go as well too. But it was, I felt like for what we was asking and what we did, it was a fair, it was pretty fair within pay wise. So 
But to be honest with you, as far as supporting a full-time employee that could support their family or something like that, no, 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 we're, no. we're not there. We're not, we're nowhere near there uh, yet. Uh, no. We need to double our membership for that. Yep. And I think that's what's hard sometimes, right? Is there's definitely people out there that could be the best coach in the world, but they're looking for a career. And yeah. if we can't provide them with a career and this has to be a side gig, we're never going to get that perfect fit because they're going to have to work a second job to make ends meet so they can feed their family. And so it's really, really difficult if we're not giving them the resources, it's going to be hard for us to find, you know, that perfect fit, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Ultimately you need like a, um, a housewife, (laughs) you know, you need, you need somebody that, that their kids are grown up and, uh, and they don't have a job you know, their husband makes a good living and they just kind of do fitness, fitness for a hobby, more or less. That's, that'd be the ultimate person, but you know, those are few and far between. Yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, as you guys continue to grow, it will be realistic for you guys to find somebody who's like your, your go-to who, like you said, if you have to leave for three days, like you can trust that this person is going to be able to run the gym. They're going to be able to take care of any leads that come in, you know, help you like Mm -hmm. all around. Um, and so I'm excited to see, you know, as you grow, how that works for you. Um, what role do you guys both hope to play in the future? Like, do you guys always want to be super involved coaching classes and running the business or what role do you foresee yourself playing in the future? Well, for me, I, so I know that is a little more hands-on than me. Kind of like you say, always going to, always going to business with somebody who is different from you. That likes he, you know, he's been very instrumental in regards to making sure the gym is up to date, everything is good, we have the equipment we need. And, you know, I've I myself want to focus a lot more on the growth of our brand, Masters of Fitness, like reaching out there. And that's what we both like. We have these huge ideas for events we want to do, competitions we want to run, but it's just always coming back to the little things we still have to handle at a gym. It gets tough to kind of sit down and focus on those things. But we are taking those steps that kind of relinquish the load that we have so we can do that more. And we do have a, we do have a pretty, we have a, a lady that's coming in that's gonna step in for 8 30 midday class, who's really good, been a loyal member to the gym and very dedicated. So we hope to see where that goes with her and she starts next week with us as well, so. So it sounds like your role, Ernest, is like you wanna be the person who is working on the business and both of the brand and like that type and mm-hmm. Ernest likes to be more of the person in the business does that sound accurate yeah that is the one who wants to that, that so that is that is what that is more hand, he is a lot hands-on with a lot of things that we do in the gym he he it's not idea he don't come in there with some piece of equipment he didn't made he was like Ernest how does look <laughs> I'd be like that. I've got this idea. Let's get some turf for the gym. Next thing I know, we got two rolls of turf rolling in that we just put out Saturday. So that's kind of how we operate with each other. Yeah. So anyway, I would say that Ernest is more of the, the business financial into things. And I'm the hands-on uh, maintenance man, uh, kind of uh, head coach. You know, I mean, I, um, I'm not going to say head coach, but um, I've been doing this longer than everybody yeah. else. Okay. I've been doing this for about 12 years. So I've been coaching for 11. 
<clears throat> so I've been writing workouts for quite some time. So I kind of oversee all of our, uh, our programming and things like that. Just make sure everything's going smooth on that end. But uh, Ernest is right. Yeah, I, I build a lot of things. I, I, <laughs> I start thinking and I'm like, well, heck, hmm, somebody, somebody made that. I can make it too. So I get to work. And next thing you know, I come walking in the gym with some sort of contraption to make workouts fun. As the business grows, though, like let's say down the road, um, you guys are in a really comfortable space. You're you're in a bigger building. Um, do you foresee the roles staying the same, or do you guys hope to be able to step away a little bit more? No, not, and even and even Thad, I think, and Thad, he, I think Thad is kind of involved hands on now because that's what we need at the moment right now. Right. He knows that's what we need, but. We also talk a lot about ideas that we both want to grow, get back in the podcast and doing certain things. But so I kind of think we're in a position and the mindset we have now is because that's what that's what is needed at the moment. But as we get that person, I think it'll be beneficial for both of us, baby. Like I told that I want us to come in at one day at 430, just talk about business, talk about growth and leave at 530 and just walk out the gym. Don't have to worry about coaching the class. Don't have to worry about mopping the floors and just leave knowing that we discuss business and we discuss the growth of our business and the next step. So definitely attainable here in the future, as you guys kind of grow and find the right staff and the right people. And I think like, you know, for us in our business, that was a really big goal too. We wanted to find like the perfect coaches so that like, if we wanted to leave after the morning classes, like we could, we could go and work on the business somewhere else and (laughs) and have, have um, the belief that the coaches are going to be able to take care of the gym. Um, and so I'm excited for that to happen for you guys. Um, and so the final question I have for you is what I like to call the magic wand question. So if I were to hand you guys a magic wand and I said, all right, all your dreams and goals for core performance gym have come true. What would that look like for you guys? Hmm. Me Personally, <laughs> I would like to uh, be able to wave a magic wand and have the, uh, the perfect location, you know, the, the perfect building, the perfect location, because what I'm finding in, in uh, business around here, and that's probably the biggest obstacle other than, you know, just finding members, but just finding a, the, the perfect spot. To me, yeah. that's the, that's the key. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, real estate right now is a little bit difficult. Yes. And, and so, um, you know, finding the perfect place for you guys to be able to grow into. Um, we're blessed to be in a good spot where we have very low overhead. So that's, so that's, that's a good point of where we're at. So. Yeah. And so obviously moving will change that a little bit. Yeah. It's like you have to get everything perfect right now so that that move can be realistic. Do you have anything to add to that, Ernest? For me, just, just piggybacking off of that, but waving that magic wand, getting about, 200 members, Magic One Perfect World have 200 members, have 100 members that we have that's paying for our online services and it's constant stream. You know, just good supplemental revenue where it makes it comfortable to, where you're more comfortable going out exploring these ideas. You don't have to be as calculated with your your risk that you take because you have that bigger margin with your money to do what you need to do. So for me, it's just reaching that magic number to 150, 200 plus members that we have rotating coming through the door that are very active to us. And I believe with that, that allow us to do what we need to do in regards to just being out there in the community and just, you know, being successful. 
Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, the more that you're able to, to grow the community, um, you know, the better off you guys are going to be, obviously, yeah. uh, for your business, things, all, all the little things that you want to do, you'll be able to tick off. Um, so exciting that you guys found each other, your business partners, workout buddies for life. Yeah. And um, I really, really appreciate both of you sharing your insights today. Uh, do you guys have an Instagram page for the gym? Where can our listeners go to find you guys online? Yeah, you can find us online at, at Instagram. It's MOF underscore CPG. On our Instagram page, we have our website at www.mofcoreperformancegym.com. And also on Facebook, it's MOF Core Performance Gym. You can find us on Facebook. So we're very active. we got a lot of posts we're posting up. So if you see us, you'll, if you get on Facebook and look at the page, you'll see a lot of reels, a lot of posts, a lot of videos, a lot of good things, a lot of good stuff going on with the gym right now. So. Well, thank you guys both for for being here once more. Listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us on the show is Mr. Andrew Happel of Eat the Frog Fitness with two locations over in Illinois. Andrew, what's going on, man? How are you today? Hey, good to be here. Thanks for setting this up, Joe. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to pick your brain on this because the franchise route is always an interesting one to explore. Multiple locations is always a fun, dynamic conversation to have. And so I'm sure there's plenty for us to dig into. Um, and with specifics, Eat the Frog is a fairly growing brand. This is much larger than it was even just a handful of years ago. But for the people who aren't familiar with the brand, Andrew, why don't you tell us a little bit about Eat the Frog first and foremost? Sure. I guess some broad overviews uh, for you guys. Um would be we started franchising our model in basically 2019 and uh, that's when we kind of hit our big startup uh, process 2018 2019 but most facilities began in 2019 and then the world closed down so yeah. Perfect just like timing, right? yeah just like many other facilities if you're in the the fitness industry you know what 2020 was for uh for all of us inside of it but the brand um kind of put the pause button on growth during that 2020 process. And we were one of the very few brave, crazy uh, business owners that decided to start back up and open up a new facility inside of 2020. Um, I think uh, something I try to focus on is be aggressive when people are, are afraid. And sometimes that helps, sometimes that really hurts. <laughs> yeah, You kind of just roll with the punches, right? Yeah. And so you guys were able to sort of weather the storm, if you will. I, I think 
like you said, most gym owners or, or anybody involved in the industry knows what happens 2020, 2021. We don't need to, to rehash the story, but for the process of you guys getting this off the ground, what was the timeline like between the moment the idea popped in your head, hey, we're going to open this up, and when the doors actually opened? Sure, that's a good question. So I'm sure everybody has a different variation in the story as to how they got into the whole fitness business space. But sure. I started out as a personal trainer a million years ago when I was in college, and I was pursuing a, a degree in the medical field, and I wanted to be a you know, firefighter paramedic and I was like man I'm gonna kill somebody so I don't know if I want to do this and I kind of pivoted and got into fitness and so I kind of built my career around being the best personal trainer I could be learn as much about the fitness business space as I possibly could then once I felt comfortable to finally get to the point where I was like hey you know what I've been in management positions different angles of that and where I want to go I feel like I can kind of, uh, I don't know, get together enough skills and enough uh, smarter people than I am to figure it out and open up a business. Of At least own. get by, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could stumble around and figure it out. Yeah. So at that point, it was like 2019 or so. And I was like, man, I just feel like this is the time. It's been years and I'm ready to hit it. And I started looking at different franchise opportunities at that time, um, what was available, what was new. And I had my own checklist as to what I was looking for. Okay. I had worked um, with a couple of different bigger brands, one which being Orange Theory Fitness, I kind of ah, jumped okay. on and worked with for a while because I loved their, their business model. I mean, it was more affordable than personal training, what I started with. It was more accessible, in my opinion. And they had kind of like a streamlined approach where kind of like uh, we were talking prior to starting this podcast, trainers sometimes will be great trainers and have no idea what to do about the business side of things. Right. So that what I loved about it was that you could show up be a great trainer and build a decent career. If you had a, you know, a decent ownership group, a decent team around you. Um, and if you didn't, it was a little harder, but anyways, I wanted to find a franchise that worked and that was new and I could grow into because I knew I was going to you know bust my ass to do it. And after all looking around eat the frog fitness had like 15 open facilities, 12 or so, I don't know, something really low. And they were opening a few more uh, very recently and I was like, hey, let's check this thing out. Yeah. And so this met the checklist of, of items that you were looking to hit in terms of what made sense for you. I think I'm sure that the number of stops that you made along the way plays into how you operate this facility now. Having those different lenses from the fitness industry really, really helps to build that this is what I want for my business. And this is what I don't want. Both of those things tremendously valuable, but at least as things stand with eat the frog. Now you guys got your facility open. And then as I understand it recently added a second location, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We were able to kind of, there were, there were two facilities open inside of Illinois, one of which being our own, we kind of combined forces and became one big eat the frog fitness, Illinois to try to figure out where to go from here. And we have great potential. You know, we've got 23 other locations that we're looking to open up over the X amount of years ahead. Sure. So we caught you at the very, very beginning of this, Andrew. We've got two, but 23 additional rights for locations. The model of Eat the Frog really, really focuses heavily on the group training side of things. Within that, 
give us an idea. If I'm to walk through your doors today, what could I expect to see if there's a class going on? That's a good question. I've got a question for you. What do you think with your experience inside of the, the fitness business world, what do you think members or clients, however you want to label them, what do you think they want the most? What do you think they need the most? In terms of what they come to you for? In, I'd say any business, any fitness business, any personal trainer. Yeah, I think at least in our industry, what differentiates is coaching, right? Everybody that, well, not, not everybody, for the most part, everybody coming to you has got two arms, two legs, can train in, in fairly similar fashions. Where businesses really separate themselves is on the implementation of that, right? Absolutely, there's yeah. Not, there's not a ton of revolutionary new ideas in fitness that are changing the game. It's the personal connections. And so for you, is that something that stands out here? hundred percent. I think your evaluation is exactly correct. Anything that I think we live in a kind of an interesting spot in the world for the fitness world, at least where everybody wants to try to reinvent the wheel, like you said, or try something new or find a new, you know, split routine, whatever. The most important thing is that we have great customer service and great accessibility for members to, to change their lives. What I've seen specifically post pandemic is that everybody and their mom is afraid of getting back into fitness, especially if they weren't like making it their own prior to this whole process. So that's, what's been kind of interesting to attack past that. But going back to your original question, we're a very accessible group training facility. So we're the only one that's open 24 hours a day. And at our peak training oh, hours, we okay. have coaches that come in and myself included, we take people through sessions, hour long sessions, whether it's 5 a.m., whatever. Um, cool thing is, though, it's more accessible than other group training facilities or personal training facilities because everything's very visual inside of the facility. So people can come in. Let's say they can't make any of my morning sessions. And the only time they can come is that 2 p.m. virtual session is what we call it. Still starts at 2 p.m. on its own. And we got two giant IMAX projectors that show exactly what the person's supposed to do throughout that entire session. So they can follow along on their own. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. And that's all wrapped in under the same membership. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So scheduling is, is no longer an issue. And then with that in mind, capacity opens up a little bit more as well. We're not restricted to staffed hours for you absolutely. guys in the timeline that you opened this up. How do, how do your membership numbers now compare to 2020 or the early part of, of when you opened, have things grown since then? Yeah, we're growing for sure. I mean, compared to 2020, it's, you know, no contest, but it's once again, the biggest thing that I've noticed is that people are really afraid um, to get back into fitness. And I think, I don't know, numbers that I know and references that, that studies will have to, you know, the percentage of American adults who do regular resistance training or something like that, super low in comparison. You know, America is not trending towards fitness. It's trending towards obesity, unfortunately. But to make fitness more accessible, to give guidance at a more obtainable, affordable rate, because people are afraid to make the big jump too. Um, you know, people don't want to spend 300 bucks a month when they don't know if they can even deal with it themselves, let alone you have to work with somebody and whatever. It's intimidating, right? So making the bottom floor more accessible has been more positive, I'd say, for, for our fitness business, at least, and going from there. Yeah. I want to pick your brain, Andrew, because most of the people that listen to this show 
at this point in time in our industry are looking for growth, right? Everybody took a pretty serious hit through 2020, 2021, and, and even the early part of 22. What has the marketing been for you guys to be able to grow the way that you have? How are you generating new interest and new leads to, to join Eat the Frog? Yeah, I, I think that's another really great question. Obviously, you've done this a few times. Um, <laughs> Turns out this is how I make my living. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, me too. What, what I think, listen, I'm an idiot in most things in life, but what I, what I think I'm pretty good at is finding patterns and finding things that work and they don't work. So I love making tons of mistakes because then I can say, Hey, stop doing this. This isn't working. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> it's kind of the learning process that we have here. And I, I think once again, going back to what, going back to what um, we were talking about just briefly prior, you know, how do you get somebody in the facility and all that good stuff? I've spent, I've wasted a whole hell of a lot of money on marketing <laughs> and it, none of it has helped You're not out. alone on that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the only thing that keeps me up at night is like the thousands of dollars that I've wasted on pointless social media marketing, paper, whatever. The number one thing that people use, and you can think about this in your own life too, is when you have a friend or a family member or somebody that you know, it doesn't even have to be a friend, it could be an acquaintance, but you know that person appreciates a product or a service and they've spread that through word of mouth, a review, something like that. That is the number one thing because anything else costs a ton of money and it's inefficient because everybody else is doing it that specific way too. So once again, I'm not saying this baseless. I've wasted thousands of dollars in this process. We trying had hands-on experience and pain <laughs> in the wallet to speak. Yeah. To. Yeah. And okay. you know, paying, you know, it, cause it doesn't make any sense. The business model of members coming in, paying their money through the facility and then me to give it back to Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and say, Hey, please get me more members. It does not work that way. Sure. It's all about, it's all about results and then talking about those things. Oh well, yeah. And I think it would be irresponsible for us to ignore referrals and word of mouth being such a driving force in our industry, right? Every gym owner, every business owner, not even just related to fitness is more than happy about all of the organic referral type leads that they can get. This person knows who we are. They already like us and they trust us so that it's probably going to be a fairly easy, seamless sales process, likely a, a addition to the community culture. However, we want to measure that because they already have a connection and we can drive success that way. I, I want to play devil's advocate here for a moment um, because there are countless examples of businesses who do have success, whether it's social media marketing or, or digital, whatever form of digital marketing makes sense to the business owner. Why do you think that it didn't work for you? Sure. I would say we worked with uh, a marketing agency for you know a few years, actually, a couple of years rather. Okay. And I also messed around with um, social media marketing myself quite a bit. And sure. we, we have a, what I love about Eat the Frog Fitness Corporate is that they don't always act like they're a 30 facility corporate. They act like more of a, a hundred facility corporate, which I really appreciated from the get-go. Uh, and they have a, a decent arsenal of, hey, objectives, here's what we're going to do, the entire uh, network, here's some things that we've tested and proven that this does work pretty well. And 
oftentimes when we go towards that social media marketing route, it does not work nearly as well as uh, other other issue or other uh, solutions rather. And once again, all I know is data. I've got reference and I can take those data yep. points and I can try to interpret what's going on. Yep. And for my membership base, the last report I did was about 60% of our membership base was referral based, mm -hmm. which is super, super heavy Actually, for anybody. Yeah. Yes. Inside of the fitness biz. I mean, and anybody who, who sells memberships or does personal training or whatnot, you know that when you talk to somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who has worked with you and they like you, that process, like you said, Joe, is way easier. It's because yeah. they, they trust you, right? Yeah. Um, the second most important one, once again, I've spent a lot of money on marketing, was drive-by. That's how they heard about us. That's how they found out about us. Oh, That's when they wanted to check location, us out. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so well, I, have, I have one final question and we'll move on because I want to continue this sort of keep momentum here. Was it not generating leads? Was it not producing an ROI? What, I, guess, I guess where was the failure in terms for, of actually putting money into advertising and marketing? Yeah, for us, um, once again, we had a healthy budget. And I'll tell you, we were spending 3,500, four grand at one point a month sure. for yeah. one facility. Um, on social media ads alone. And the return on investment on that initially during the pre-sales process, before you have an open facility, you start marketing and you say, hey, we're Eat the Frog Fitness. We got a new place opening up. If you join today, you get our best membership rates ever, right? And during that process, you know, all the way until about a year and a half later, I saw those weekly reports of cost return on investment for a conversation is what I like to call it. A name, yeah. a number, and a person who's interested Actually in learning more up. about us, yeah. right? That cost went from $20 all the way up to $150. And then what I saw, not really referenceable in terms of hard evidence, hard data, but percentage, in my opinion, of good conversations of people who are truly interested in learning more about us and being, you know, whatever, went from about one out of two people for that $20 cost at the very end, I'd say it was like a third, a third of the calls were like, Hey, great. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you called. And then the other two thirds were, how'd you get my number <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And so it didn't quite work in your situation. Take us to the next step in the process, Andrew, because obviously leads are, are only half the battle right? We can have a million leads, but that doesn't translate to dollars and cents at the end of the day. And so someone reaches out interested in joining. What is that process typically like? Who are they meeting with? What happens? How long is this typically? What is that sales process like? Well, oftentimes it goes through a phone call now and it's, Hey, I want to learn more about eat the frog fitness. I mean, we do have signs out. We do have, you know, these passive things. We work with local businesses because once again, I'm going the friends of friends route. And I think that's the strongest way to go about it. Oh, you know, we work with eat the frog, whatever, even if it's a business partnership, I consider that to be more of a, a personal touch point relationship, but they somehow learn about us. And then very easily through accessibility on the internet, whatever, you can get our phone number anywhere you want uh, text or call something like that. Somebody comes in also through the website, they can put their info in directly and request more information so it's kind of 50-50 through that. 
Today, for example, I got a text message. Hey, I'd like to learn more about Eat the Frog Fitness. Cool. Can I give you a call? Then I have a conversation with that person. Find out what they're trying to do, what they're doing well, what they're not doing well, what the reference is with fitness. And then I try to get them set up with a free session, much like our, you know, our friends in the fitness business and other areas to see what we're all about. And then we go from there. I see. Okay. So process being they opt in in some capacity, phone call, schedule for a session, and then sit down, have a little bit more in depth of a conversation. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. That's classic personal training sales, right? Perfect. And so do you, I mean, you seem like you have the data for this. Do you guys track conversion percentage or, or how many people, for example, I mean, give it gut feeling. Absolutely. How many people do we sign up in a, in a given month? All right. I'm not bullshitting you here. We get eight to nine out of 10 people who come in to take a free session to sign up. And that's like okay, my so golden they standard. They come to that, they're staying. Is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The hardest thing, once again, is the volume of that. And that's where we were wasting money. Like many other facilities, we had to pull back and find out different routes for it. Yeah. What do you think the solution is for you guys, at least to, to turn that volume up? That's the hardest thing I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't have one yet. Okay. <laughs> Fair. The, I mean, the, the thing is we don't have as much volume. I'd love to have a hundred people coming in every month to check us out because even if it's yeah. a 75 rate, <laughs> it's still pretty darn good. Um, what yeah. I do know is that we get people results and we uh, do well with word of mouth. So I'm trying to capitalize on that. Sure. Sure. And I think, I mean, I think that's a solution. You're not alone in that, right? The fitness industry, every gym owner that I talk to, if I could have 50, a hundred people inquiring and, and serious about coming into the business month over month, like, yeah, I, that's yes. We want that. Right. Volume is, is usually a key for you guys. As you move forward, is there a number of members that you're attempting to hit? Is there a target that we're shooting for or, or capacity even? Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love capacity. I want to hit, I mean, this isn't capacity even, but I'd love to hit 500 members. And I think that's a very manageable number that we can have. Yeah. And so we could, we could absolutely figure it out. I'm so sorry, Andrew, my dog is freaking out. <laughs> we could absolutely hit capacity here in the next year. Is that realistic for you? I think a year, I would love that, right? But what I think is realistic and what the strategy and the data gives me is probably a, a few-year plan. Because once again, the number one thing that I've heard, and I had a conversation like this today, I have it every single day with a lead who wants to learn more about us, is, Andrew, I have not done anything since the pandemic started, right? Or whatever it is. But people are afraid to get back into fitness or they have not ever. And that's going to take time for some reason. It's hard for me to understand and relate to that because I made it a part of my life and I know it helps me physically and mentally, but a lot of people are, are once again, not trending in that direction. Once they get there though, once they give it a try, they're in, but it seems like it's, it's not, I opened this facility. Let me tell you this, Joe, because I thought it was going to be a big rush of people getting back to the gym after the pandemic. I was wrong about that. Uh, it's, it's a trickle. It's a trickle. What I've seen. Yeah. And you already, you already sort of mentioned it here. And so longer term, we hit capacity. What comes next? What's the next move? 
I want to, I mean, I want to take over the state of Illinois in terms of group training, affordable group training facilities that actually get people results. Um, I think we have the best product out there. And that's why I decided to sign up and, and open as many of these as I possibly could, because I believe in the, the process. Yeah. Now, we'll have to invite you back on because going from one location to two probably had all kinds of implications <laughs> there. But going from two to 25 is an even bigger leap here, Andrew. And so I think that's a better conversation saved for another day. But before we sign out of here and start to wrap things up, why don't you tell people about where they can learn a little bit more about the two locations that we do have in place? Sure. I mean, we've got our website, our corporate website is eatthefrogfitness.com. So you can check it out through there. Um, every studio, whether it's inside of your state or outside of it, has their own location and their own Instagram handle, all that good stuff and Facebook page. So you can check out through the corporate website where local facilities are next to you. And um, we're Eat the Frog Fitness in Wheaton, Illinois, as well as Naperville South. Um, you can find me at, uh, at Coach Hopple, H-A-P-P-E-L, on Instagram and all that as well. Fantastic. People listening today, connect with Andrew and Eat the Frog on all of these platforms mentioned. Andrew, I can't thank you enough for your willingness to share. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you, and, and we wish you nothing but the best, man. Thanks, Joe. Absolutely. And so to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the industry, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very, very special guest. It is the one and only Dante Thomas with Team Chisel out of Hamilton, New Jersey. Dante, what is going on today? How you uh, feeling, What's going man? on? Happy I feel great, man. Awesome, man. Happy Thursday. We're blessed to be here. I'm glad y'all got me on, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. We're excited to have you on, man. And look, before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on here with Team Chisel, you know, first, why don't you explain to the viewers how you describe the business, right? So if someone came up to you and was like, hey, tell me a little bit about your gym. How do you describe it to people? Man, we, we're a community, man. So team, team Chisel, team is together, everyone achieves more. So together, the only way you can get something out of life is having a team of people, everybody working with the same motivation, the same goals in mind, same agenda to achieve one, one goal. So everybody's goals might be a little different, 
But when you're in that building, everybody got one goal and that's to achieve their ultimate goal. So we're just working together to help each person achieve that goal we, community. You know, most people look at, you know, like the commercial gym and stuff like that more. We're more community-based, man, family-oriented, more uplifting. You know, you walk in the gym, you're greeting, the, the smiles, the down days people have, they love to walk in there because they lift them up. You know, so we more more of just that's that spark, man. Give our community yeah. that spark. I love that. I love that. That's awesome, man. And so let's kind of dive right into the business here. You know, I think well, one thing I want to highlight before we even do that is just the fact that you highlight the community, the clientele base more than mm -hmm. anything. You're in it for the right reasons, right? Dante? Yeah. I mean, and then that's the thing. You can't replace that. You can't fake that. You're genuine. Nah. And that's what's going to definitely bring that attention to you. So I, I appreciate that, man. Not a lot of people are in the industry for the right reasons anymore. You're hey, definitely man. doing it, man. <laughs> I feel you got to love it, man. You don't love yeah. it. It's going to be a waste, man. Exactly. Exactly. And if, if you do something you love, man, you never work oh, a day in your life. You never work and a I day in your life, working. right? They say, and, and I believe it because it don't <laughs> never feel like it. work. Yeah, that's it, <laughs> it brother. never feel like so, work. Let's dive right into it, man. And so we'll start with the bare bones basics here. You know, how many members, or if you call them clients, how many are you serving currently? Currently, we've probably got around like 40, between 40 and 50 currently. Gotcha. Ups and downs, you know, depending on because we had a lot of young athletes too. So some of them right sure. now is into their sports right now. So they all coming up on season and stuff. So you know, yeah. lose some of them during this time, but around 40, 50 clients we're doing right now. Yeah, totally. And so for you, Dante, I mean, what's been the best method for finding new clients, right? Because I'm sure there's word of mouth and a bunch of other avenues, yeah. maybe events or flyers. But what's worked best for you? What's working best for me is my clients, man. The word of mouth of my clients, like passing along. Because when they get in the results and they posting the pictures and through social media and they telling their friends and family, that's 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 what's bringing me the clientele right now. That's what got people walking in the door inquiring about what's going on over there because they watching their friends or a family member who's in the gym with us like transforming. And it's happening like in short periods of time with some of them. And it's like, and it's just, it's wonderful because now more people reach out. You know, social media is just, it's a blessing now because it's like free marketing almost. So it's yeah. Like, definitely it depends on the areas you're in and your, 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 you know, your, your base on social media. So that's been a big help. But my main thing right now is word of mouth for my clients, just spreading the word for me. Yeah. Like my walking billboards for me. Yeah. And I always say that, man. I mean, it's like Tesla. I don't know if you're familiar, but I mean, if, if you ever walk into a Tesla store and the customers will sell you on the car more than the actual person. Well, yeah. it, it, it's the same thing where they wear the brand because they believe in it. It's mm -hmm. conviction, right? Oh. The fact that they've accomplished those goals with you and haven't done so prior, right? And mm -hmm. you believe in them more than anybody because that's what you're really selling, right? It's the yeah. belief in them that they don't have. So the fact that you've got them to believe in themselves and then accomplish on top of that. I mean, come on. The referrals yeah. is a thanks to your fulfillment. It's how good your service is. So, of course, word of mouth is going to come inevitably. Yeah. Right? You know, I think that's honestly, it's just by doing your job and, and yeah. doing it well. <laughs> you know, doing it the way you love it, man. If it's your passion, you just got to do it with love, man. And, and, yeah. and it'll grow. It'll grow. It'll grow. 100%. Out of that. Yeah. And so, I like to kind of get a little specific here. So, let's dive a little deeper if we can. Uh -huh. um, you know, with the word of mouth and, and, you know, how they've been sharing out your social, I mean, your, I'm sorry, uh, their results on social media, um, yeah. how, how many clients, even potential clients, whether you want to say leads uh, or actual clients, would you say come in every month 
off of what you have done with your marketing efforts? Usually, usually the leads be actual leads that are, that comes in be around forty people. You get about 40, 40 people that come in. Actual leads that come in are that yeah. sign up for like the free uh or one of our free classes that come in. Then you know you got some leads that it'd be a little more than that, but it's forty that come in. But we probably get total almost like a hundred leads, maybe. But you know, majority some don't come in. They already cancel last minute. Say something going on. So we really try to focus on the ones that actually come in more because you more could get them on board. You more could get yeah. them once you get them in the class and you talk to them and you explaining things about their situations, about what they're going through. Now you're more able to show them that like you're able to help you, but you got to commit. You got to be willing to commit. You got to be willing to dedicate some time to your health. You know, because yeah. everybody makes the excuse of, of, I don't have time. Or yeah. the family, the kids, or work work schedules just how it's rough. So we coach people on how to create that time frame, let everyone have a half an hour out their day to work on themselves. Of course, you know. Yeah, so. you know, people make the excuses, and everybody's saying yeah. twenty four hours in a day. There's no reason why you should be able to work out any more than anybody else, right? But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a little different. Don't get me yeah. wrong. You're, you're the you're you know the guy. what, but. You know. <laughs> But yeah, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> nah, for real. But nah, it's, it's definitely because health is everything for us, man. And, and me, particularly in areas, and I keep seeing younger people like suffering from certain abnormalities, man. That you know, I feel that we shouldn't because growing up, I believe that like more older people suffer from them. And so I found out they didn't have to suffer from them themselves. It just yeah. the wear and tear of the lifestyle that wore and tear on their body. That sure. cause certain things to happen: high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know, a stroke, a diabetes, heart disease. Yeah, a lot of things is preventable if we take care of ourselves. It's very true. It's very true, and I think that's something to highlight for sure. Because I think people make the excuse that, oh, you know, I'm this way because of genetics. I'm this way because of this or that. But a lot of it is avoidable if they were just a little more active, right? And think about the simple term that we say as kids, right? A, a body in motion stays in motion. I mean, how many have you heard that when you're younger? Right? right? Well, it's like, you know it. You got older, they always awesome. tell you, right? Use it or lose it. I don't want to say it, but yeah. Right? Nah, no, listen, listen, use it or lose yeah. it, man. Yeah. You know, and the same we, thing we, goes for Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no. Good. I was going to say, same thing goes for business, right? If you're not, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? So if you're not yep. constantly working on your craft, you're going down. So yeah. it's the same concept all around, right? It's the same, people say that same it's cliche, thing. if you will, but it's the same thing. So same thing. I, I appreciate that answer there too. And so let me ask you this too, Dante. You know, let's say traffic leads, clients, whatever was unlimited here, right? You're at 40 or so now. Mm-hmm. How much higher can you go? What's that maximum look like for you? I know, and to get in class, because we, we got like four classes morning, four in the evenings. So we look to get about 25 max in each class. So we look okay. to get... In a day, we're looking to get at least 150 to 200 people coming in the door. Really, oh, so you could double or triple. I'm trying to double, point. yeah, because if we can run the class how we got them in the morning, and then the four in the evening time, and we fill up 25 each, 20, 25 each class, it puts us in a nice ball frame yeah. for the day. Each yeah. day, so we're looking, we looking to expand that. And so, kind of curious here. So. What do you feel like if, if you're getting consistent leads every month, mm-hmm. right? Do you think that you could improve on getting more people through the door? Do you think that's what's really stopping you from growing? Or yeah. is it being able to convert them into clients? Like, what do you think is stopping it's, you from getting to that? More, I think more of me, come on, man. Me getting more people into the door is like more like the stop right now. So I've been 
working on more marketing schemes, more more ways to get people in, more ways to get people like more free trials on certain things to try to offer little discounts on things, get people in so they can experience the field. So more of that, and then we're in the door. Just now, once they in, most most times we're closing the deal once they get into the door, and they feel gotcha. the And once we yeah. go over certain things with them, get them get a good workout in, and we break things down to over certain assessments, with them, you know, and we get to close it then because now we actually showing them how important this will be to their life. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think I understand. I mean, like I, I can see even just from this podcast that we've been in here, right? Like. Yeah. You have the charisma. You can't teach that, right? You're, no. you're, you're genuine. Like those are the things that you can't teach. So a hundred percent true, hundred percent on point there. So if it's really just getting people to do, I think you could hit, you know, that goal within the year or so if you wanted to, right? That hundred, yeah. hundred. That, that's the goal. Which is what was going to be one of my questions is what's the bigger picture, right? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? What's the bigger picture for you, Dante? Me, bigger picture is, it to, it to expand more now. It's like to build this, the brand, to build a bit tech, to get up, the initial goal to get up to the first 200 clients. That, that's my goal. Locking 200 clients because I want to expand the brand more. I want, I'm looking for a couple spaces to franchise out later on, five, 10 years from now, you know, just give or take looking. But to enjoy the, the moment of it is like changing communities. My goal is to like change communities, man, to impact people as much as I can. You know, yeah. with, with through health and wellness because it's not just training that helps people. You know, we work on a mental when people come in there. It's more than a physical to look. The physical come is a plus. But when you get people to come in that door each and every day, you start seeing their life changes. I don't care what career they at, what they're doing. When they start losing some weight or gaining some muscle, their self-esteem elevates. They feel much better. They start thinking more because we know we're working on what physical hormones that be enhanced, these chemical hormones that be enhanced that make us think better. We think clearer. We learn to focus more through stressful situations that are just drowning them. So, man, we look into, like, the bill, man. There's no limit on yeah. it. There's no limit. We got our goals set to, like, each stage where we're trying to get. So this year, goal right now, we're about to be in July, man. We're just trying to close out strong. We're pushing at least close out with about 100 people. You know, that's just the goal on a smaller scale. But yeah. We're looking to just close out strong for these next, you know, couple months, five months. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think, I think that's a great goal. I think, honestly, with where you are and your mentality, right? I think that will carry over in itself, right? I mean, you have the things that you can't teach. And again, like you can learn how to be a better coach, you can learn how to be a better trainer, you can learn how to be a better business owner, but you can't learn how to be a better person. And so I think that's really what's going to attract a lot more of those people, right? And it's like, once you get them through the door, they're in, right? And I think because yeah. you, you have that contagious personality, right? You're genuine. Yeah. You're not there for profit. I mean, don't get me wrong. You need the money. That comes. We know that comes. You know? We know exactly. that comes. Exactly. That comes. Exactly. It's going to come. So, that's why I want to say, man, a great response. I think that's a great goal in mind. You know, I think yeah. way to kill it there. And one last question for you before we sign out here. Yeah. You know, um, if you could go back in time here, right, Dante, to when you first started the gym and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear, right? What would that advice be for you? Now, mm, one thing, before I, first, before I opened that door in the gym, I'd have been more prepared on marketing. Like, that marketing strategy to get people in the door. So my background, the things I went through that got me into training was, you know, I was incarcerated for a simply sentence. I was there almost 11 years. That's how I get into fitness again, because fitness became a stressful even for me. Not about training, not about nothing else. It was how I'm going to cope through this time I had received. 
and fitness helped me with that. But in that same process, somebody came that I met from another institution and they were like, yo, I got my certification, I'm training, they had an other spot. You got all these people working out with you. Have you ever thought of it? He said, what you gonna do when you go home? That was the best question somebody ever asked me in here, was what you gonna do when you go home? And I said, man, I have a clue. I don't have a clue. I got about seven years left or whatever it is. I only had like two years in, three or whatever. But I got like seven years left. I have no clue. He's like, yo, you training. Have you ever thought about it? I'm like, nah. He's like, yo, look into it, man. You might like it. He said, I'm telling you, you don't got to worry about your record like that. You know, we got records, man. They're going to be honest. So I think you could probably build a base for yourself with this. Checked into it. I just started digging in it, started studying more, got in it, and just came home. I've been home four and a half years wow. now. Just jumped off the rocket with it through the ups and downs, coach and everything. So my thing has been, I just been on, I tell a person, man, when you start doing something, I don't care what business it is or what you're doing, don't stop wanting to learn. Don't stop oh, wanting to holy learn. Holy cow. You know? Dante, way don't to stop close it up. Mic drop, man. Mic drop. Yeah, man. Answer, yeah. but I mean, I wish you told me that in the beginning. That would have been a highlight <laughs> of, of the whole entire thing. Man, come on. No, I, and I appreciate the transparency. I, I mean, yeah, oh, that was man, beautiful you know. to close it out there. Look, man. Dante, look, I, I, it's a good place to wrap things up in this episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And now, Dante, please, you know, shout out your Instagram, your Facebook, okay. your website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Okay, but yeah, so, you know, Dante Thomas, man, family call me Coach Chain. You can find us on Instagram at team underscore chisel. Chisel is with the Z, C-H-I-Z-L underscore L-C. Instagram, you can find us on Facebook. You can find me, Dante Thomas, on Facebook. You'll catch me in there with a muscle shirt on Saturday on my Facebook page. I know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of other Dante Thomas out there. You can also check out our website at www.gochisel.com. Dot com chisel again with the Z. You know what I mean? Make it a little unique for, for people, but there you go. Find us all right there, man. Even TikTok, you can find us at Team Chisel. You know, so there we go, right there, man. From Hamilton, we also do <laughs> online training. So if you're far out, you can reach out to us. <laughs> there we go, man. Yeah, I think you're gonna get a lot of people with that personality. Yeah, yeah right. Look, we absolutely so. appreciate your time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you. We man. absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And Dante, I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. Just hang out for one second because I'm going to let you know how you can do the podcast after this. Okay. Um, and to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. Till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.